Hey everybody, I'm Cameron. And I'm Zach. I know everything. I know less than that. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is the Watching You Watch podcast. Man. So, Game of Thrones, Zach. It's getting real. Yeah, so this real episode quick. was like jam-packed, wasn't it? Nothing got resolved. Everything, This, if this was a game of fiasco, this was an entire setup phase of it, an episode. Yeah. I'd second that. So, if you are joining in with us again, following along, uh, we are now in Season 3 of Game of Thrones, and um, if this is your first episode, um, this is the Watching You Watch podcast where we recap TV shows with the theme that one of us, this time me, has Mm -hmm. seen the show before, and the other has not. Zach has not seen it. I'm in the process. So, I ask leading questions, and it's delicious fun for everyone, isn't it, Zach? Yeah, sure. Whatever you say. Don't tear my heart out any more than you need to. Um, so yes, we're in Game of Thrones season three, episode two. Uh, this episode's called "Dark Wings, Dark Words." Mm, interesting. Interesting indeed. Um, so Zach, without further ado, why don't you take us in? What were some of your highlights from this episode? Kind of recapping it. Hmm. Well, Dark uh, Drop Frodo Baggins is absolutely terrified of magic. And bad juju. Yeah, that's true. Was Osha, Osha's just talk, like, like uh-uh, take away. don't tell me your bad dreams. I don't want to hear them. Nope, I don't want it. I don't want your bad luck. Uh-uh. La, 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 la. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, basically, the big thing that happens with Bran and crew is they pick up some other dude, His the dream boy and his wolf coming of age dreams or whatever. So, he's finally gaining his superpowers and becoming a warg or whatever they said it was. So he's going to be able to like, see through animals and stuff, but he's evidently more special because there's that three-eyed raven, and also the dude's protected by his sister, and it's sort of ironic that Oja's like, hey, you can't protect him forever, and there's just like pointed looks at, you know, the crippled Bran. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but whatever. That was neat. We got more Hodor screen time, which is great, and always, puppies. Always so, great. Good times. We had a decent amount of direwolf coverage this episode. Yeah, it's... They made sure we remembered that they had them, because yes. we hadn't seen them for them for, like, a lot of time. Yeah. Darn that budget. I know. Um, hmm. Let's see. What else? Uh, ugh. Not a highlight, but it sticks out to me that we got to see Theon, and he was being tortured by, like, some randos, and his sister evidently has someone who's gonna get him out, but I don't know. I'm half expecting that him to have been in the castle the whole time, and they're, like, looking behind, like, a double, like brick window whatever <laughs> like they a two-way have. mirror except like brick two- because it's medieval <laughs> yeah, it's medieval and magic is what makes it work sure let's go with that <laughs> um let's see other than that over in king's landing uh marjorie and her sassy grandma are talking to sansa and it, oh, she is phenomenal she's just i love her the the grandma Tyrell yes she Elena. just like gets Sansa just like open up tell me everything honey don't hold back and Sansa's like ah la 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 Joffrey's great he's like no seriously level with us he's like he's a monster he's like good that's what we needed we can work with this yes <laughs> and so Marjorie goes off and compliments Joffrey's crossbow. Yep. And says that she might kill people for him. And he was way more excited by this than any human being should be. He's like, I find this very arousing. And she's like, I am the best actress. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh also 
it's brought up that uh, Shay is trying to protect Sansa from Littlefinger, which I was like, whoop whoop about. That was good. I yeah. like that. And she brings it up to Tyrion, and Tyrion's all like, you shouldn't be here. And it's like, I can do whatever I want. And it's like, well, Sansa's pretty. It's like, what did you say? And so was Rose. What was that? Yeah, that, <laughs> that just got stranger danger on Tyrion really yeah, fast. It was, yeah, he, now she's become, she's in the possessive phase. He can't call anyone else pretty. Yes, he cannot call anybody else pretty. <laughs> she's the only pretty one. There are no other girls. Yes, which is funny because by Tywin's rules, he's not allowed to see her in the first place. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why she's being cruel to him. That's and, why she's being and cruel. Just all the reasons. Oh uh, yeah, all the reasons. <laughs> but that's interesting. I like that. I like that there are people coming into Sansa camp because before it was just sort of Cersei talked to her, but she was never in her camp. Now we have yeah. a bunch of people in there. The, yeah, she had. She really did have nobody on her side, and now we're kind of seeing that shift a little bit. Yeah, and also she's like, "Oh, Loras, you gave me a flower." Oh yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> It's sort of his response. Yeah, like, we, we were sitting there like, oh, oh, Sansa, oh, honey, you're barking up the wrong tree. Oh, she... <laughs> man. She gets all pretty, she dresses up for him and everything, and she's so excited to be escorted through the gardens by him, and, and then it's just like, Loris just has honey, his head no. in the clouds, just looking at flowers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, let's see. Um, To the north, Jon Snow is with wildling camp and he is catching up on the crows and which we cut to the crows where poor sam has a rude dude just making fun of him to the point where he wants to just give up and then the commander's like nope he's your responsibility now and if he dies you're dead when you get back and everyone's like huh. we're okay with this uh, except for him who yeah, is still him. Yeah. heckling him but in a way that's like move forward or else yeah and move forward or else yep Ugh, don't like um hmm, what else oh we get to see lots more of brienne and she finally throws down with jamie yeah <laughs> I know. we get our first real like duel duel it was good yeah it was real good it was just a lot of hers like oh but you can't kill me you're like you're right this is better and then she just kicks the yeah, she's just they're just dueling on this bridge, and then some some guys walk up to them who are yeah, Boltons and the ruin Boltons everything. And yeah, I don't know, whatever that I don't know. It was like Team Mystic and Team Valor were fighting, and then Instinct came by. <laughs> Basically, sorry, that's not exactly a very apt phrase, but I can't stop Pokemon going. Um, wow, well there it is. Uh, yeah, I have a problem, and it's helping my calves. Uh, let's see. Related to Game of Thrones, anything else important? Um, oh, oh, Rob is, ha- finds out that his, mm, his grandpa is dead, his yes. mom's dad has died, and they're, like, deciding what to do, and they're gonna go there into places, and he talks to the dude who had lost his son, and he's basically all, like, straight with him straight without being straight and basically like everyone's like you're marrying this girl and this is a bad choice you've basically lost the war because you followed your heart way to go but rob's like hey like we're doing the right thing we're gonna collect the men from river run we're gonna win this these upcoming battles and and everyone's like okay that's great lord Stark is just like i only want revenge that's the only reason why i'm here and if you can't give me that then we've already lost yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's not great. No, um, not, not great And at all. then, oh boy, um, Catelyn opens up to mm, Nurse Lady. Talisa. <laughs> and, oh boy, she just talks about like the Jon Snow and how she's like, I wish he would be dead. Then he got a park. She's like, oh, please don't do this. This isn't right. And I will love him and call him a Stark. And 
how only half of that came true because he lived, but she never loved him. <laughs> yeah, some interesting stuff there. It's, yeah, a lot of baggage. Um, yeah, a lot of baggage and a little bit pointed, bringing someone into the family that she didn't want th- to be there. Yes, that story. Yeah. Also, Talise was not very good at like just talking to her at yeah, all. Not not really. <laughs> so, well, why don't we jump in and kind of start dissecting some of these things because there's a lot to unpack from this episode and a lot of highlights some of my favorite moments actually from all of game of thrones um happen in this episode (laughs) Uh, but more on that later uh let's jump right into where this episode ends but also where it begins with uh, renly or sorry not renly gosh brianne and jamie um but they're talking in the beginning of the episode about renly a little bit and jamie's kind of goading her and asking yeah it's like like, oh you liked him no i didn't yes you did shut up Is literally how it went. Basically. But then Jamie says something really interesting after all that teasing. He's just like, whatever, I don't I can't really hold it against you because we can't choose the ones we love, pointed glance. And like Brienne just doesn't really register that, but like we as the viewer can understand, like, oh, he's talking about Cersei. Exactly. So what do you think about what do you think about that kind of thing? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a, what do you think? There's like this weird commonality between them. And I, I think it's more that they, I don't know. Jamie's trying to work all the angles, and yeah, maybe he'll say something tender, but he doesn't mean any of it. Mm-hmm. I mean. He means it to his ends. Maybe he was actually consoling her a little bit there, but mostly he just wants to keep her off her game. Do you think that, you mean, there's some, like, earnestness at all about that? Like, he actually identifies with her a little bit because, like... Possibly, but the thing with it is, is he wasn't identifying with her for... It's more like he was like, oh, I guess we're kind of similar. And when he thought about himself, it made him want to open up a bit. Yeah. It wasn't about her. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? This is Jamie Lannister. (laughs) I mean, yes. I think it is interesting though, because I when when I first watched this, I didn't even think to compare like that like weird um, romance that um, Brienne had for Renly, this torch that she carried for him, as the same thing at all as what was going on with Cersei and Jaime. But they're both these very like forbidden loves yeah or loves that really wouldn't work yeah or really shouldn't work really yeah obviously (laughs) um but yeah i don't know i just find their relationship interesting because he does it's funny because he like breaks down stuff when she's thinking like oh you could do this or that and man i love to see you like agonize over these choices (laughs) yeah yeah um well that's interesting, but I do really want to move on to something that I think we're going to talk about a lot this episode, and I want to move on to the Tyrells, because this is the first time we really get to see them, like, the inner workings of how, how Tyrell house works, and we meet Lady Olena, the Queen of Thorns, as she's introduced of Thorns, um, awesome. at first, so... I don't know. What were your first impressions of Lady Olena? I want to give her the crown. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome. I like that's what I, I turned over to Karen saying, "Can I give her the crown? Can I give her um, best plan? Can I give her a Stark of the Week?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm half tempted to allow it. I'll be honest. No, but she's just a very interesting character because it's it. It was very insightful as to the Tyrell family mm-hmm. and how Marjorie works on the inside because she she 
sassy grandma don't care yes <laughs> she wants the information when she wants it yeah but still like you get some, these very illuminating things about how like it always seems like the tyrell women are like the powerful Running. ones and what's really there. interesting is how she really did seem like is he going to be a good king he's going to be fair to the people and stuff so i don't know that gives a little more credence to marjorie actually doing stuff for the kids mm-hmm. i don't know i don't necessarily think it's all show at this point that was interesting because she made a point of asking what kind of king he would be and if he would actually be good mm-hmm. but the funny thing is how marjorie just moves forward and knowing that he's a monster uses that to her advantage right what did with the you whole think crossbow of this scene? scene oh my god it was it was just like oh man wow oh boy like you're a little bit worried for marjorie at first because joffrey but being joffrey not be- exactly because she immediately as soon as joffrey wasn't the one like, asking questions he was immediately not in control yeah, she, like, and she, she like flips the switch and like knows exactly how to play him like a fiddle oh yeah it's like oh because you're a great king and you can do whatever you want it's like and he's like that's what my mom used to say when i used to talk to her <laughs> <laughs> i love that like i love the line where she's like, oh, you could take me hunting. And then she's like, like oh, oh, no, no we can't, can't do that. Father wouldn't let me. Yeah. And like, and he's like, oh, she no, we knows, can't. She she's knows like, that yes. Joffrey's going to say, like, oh, yeah. you're mine now. Like, you you don't belong to your father. And it's like, oh, want to see me kill something? He's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> she she is so wonderful in that scene. It was mind-blowing. And yet, at the same time, um, you know, while Marjorie is very clearly manipulating Joffrey in that scene, um, we kind of see how um they they manipulate some information out of Sansa early on in the oh, episode. Yeah. So first off, what do you think about Sansa falling in with the Tyrells? Is this going to work out to be better for her um or worse for her as things continue in King's Landing? Well, if she stays on their side, it'll be better for her because right now we can tell who wears the pants, the Tyrells, not the Lannisters. <laughs> and yet, so. but yet Tywin's right there still now as hand. So Yeah, but still, his hands are tied even if Joffrey says something. That That is true. Um, so, I don't know. I feel that it's an advantageous pairing for her, at least at this point. At the very least, she has people who are listening to her and aren't just there to, like, make her life garbage. Yeah, or, you know, make her look at her father's impaled head on a spike. Yeah, you know. You know, casual things. Usually, <laughs> It's not exactly a great first date idea. No, it really isn't. But luckily, we're, we're out of that phase Thank for, for Sansa, so... They broke up. Yes. Um, so, but while we're on the, the topic of the Tyrells, too, we clearly see, I think, another way that they manipulate, which is they... They manipulate through like love and kindness. Like the yes. Sansa shows up and like they have. So that's why I. They have like her favorite yeah. dessert there. They exactly. got like servants waiting on her. They're they're like very clear. Like hey, like you can talk to us. We we exactly. Want the it's best interesting. For you, blah blah blah. But yeah, that's the thing. I need to see this go further and see if the kindness is only like skin deep or something. Mm-hmm. And yet, well, on the other end, you have like the Lannisters who like. For as long as Sansa's been there, they've, like, manipulated her through intimidation and, like, physical threats and things yeah. like that. So, like, which do you think is the more powerful form of manipulation now in King's Landing? I don't... 
I don't know yet. That's the thing. Because you're right. They both have like almost exact opposite styles of doing things. And it's going to be interesting to see who's going to sort of win the power play. Because it's happening. And everyone kind of knows it's happening. But yeah, there's certainly like, a Cersei there. can't do anything. Yeah. Like that scene where <laughs> she's, she's with Joffrey and he's trying on clothes. Like he's just like, I don't know why I'm listening to you. And then she's like, oh, oh, okay. And then leaves basically. It's like, this is boring. Stop talking at me, mother. Yes. <laughs> Like, Cersei has completely lost control of Joffrey, and she, like... She can't even be give him wise counsel. She can't even do that anymore. So it's just like, pfft, whatever. And sadly, if she can't, then literally no one can. Except unless, maybe Marjorie. Yeah, unless they seduce him. <laughs> unless they seduce him. With sadism. <laughs> um, well, that that is definitely one of the highlights of the episode, but we also get a lot of really other great things that are happening Yeah, there's here. some other things that you get to talk about. Uh, one of the great insightful moments, I think, of this episode is um, the scene where Catelyn um, talks with Talisa oh, about yeah. um, Jon Snow there. So, you know, she, she brings up this idea that, like, because she prayed that Jon Snow would get sick and then die, and then, like, when she saw the struggling babe that he was there, and then, like, realized that she had brought this on, basically, through her ill prayer, she said that she would, like, make it good, that she would love him, and she would accept him, and blah, 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 if the gods, like, made him better, and then he gets better, and then she didn't keep her promise. Yeah, and now she's like, everything that's happening around is my fault, which is very much blowing it out of proportion, I feel. Do, but do you think there's any credence to that at all? Like, are the gods punishing Catelyn for not holding her promise? Because she seems to think that's what's going on. That's why her family's going through so much terrible <sighs> stuff. No, there's Lannister involvement. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, could that just be circumstantial? Like, that's just... Well, I feel as if it is circumstantial, but she's very much in a point to beat herself up, because she also learned that uh, pretty much all of her babies are not hers or are unaccounted for. That's true. So we got, like, you know, in the North, Rickon and, and uh, Bran are MIA. gone. Um, I, does she actually know that Eric? No, she doesn't know. She doesn't know about Arya. Arya and Sansa are captive. Are, yeah, she thinks that Arya and Sansa, and Sansa are in the capital. And so she, that literally only leaves her with, you know, with Rob. And they're not right on the best of terms. And they're not on the best of terms. So she's literally kind of got this, like, worst form of empty nest syndrome going yeah, on right now. which I understand completely how she oh, sort of reacted the way she did. Too. Oh, yeah. It's it's not a great week to be Catelyn. No, it really it really isn't. The poor, the poor woman just can't get a she, break here. She tries to do the right things, and stupid love and bad things keep happening. And yet she's there doing her voodoo stuff and yes. trying to. She's making all of the dream catchers. Yes, and she's and she's this like I, I I mean I like that Talisa like approaches her and is like oh can I help you with that and then she like absolutely not this yeah, is for mummies yeah she's like I only I can do this but it's like you know it's a neat scene that at least like Talisa's offering and then Catelyn decides to open up even though there's so much kind of tension in the air about oh, yeah. you know the marriage there and um, Talisa's place in the cl- in the in the camp you know so. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I think it's a really interesting scene. Mm-hmm. Um, another really interesting um, mm. scene that 
we get is Arya meets yeah. with a new faction of people who the Brotherhood. Yeah, they call themselves the Brotherhood without banners. They claim to be fighting for like the common folk, basically, because all like they say something like lords turn set people's land aflame. Blah, we blah, try blah. to keep that from happening. We try to keep that from happening, but they're a little scary. Yeah, they're like mercenaries that self-employ themselves. So, like, I don't know. Would do you think this is a good place for Arya to be or a bad place? Not exactly, because I feel as if the mercenary at the core and that whole drop at the end where the hound's like, what is the Stark girl doing here? Is just like, oh, no. Yeah. Because you know how much coin that is in somebody's pocket. True. But yet, they don't seem to care very much for, like, the establishment. Yeah, but that's interesting, because I don't know. I don't know what this will mean to them, or if it'll maybe even mean nothing to them. Or if she'll just become their bargaining chip. And yet Arya just has this way of finding herself in the worst possible places Yeah, every time, without fail. Which is interesting, because, yeah, just, like, randomly the hound. It's like, dang it, right there. You're almost there. They were going to let you yep. go. They kept Which their the word. La- the last time we saw the hound, he was fleeing King's Landing yeah, because he's like, it was I'm on done fire. With this. Yeah. I'm done with this. Yeah, he's no like, more I'm fire. Done with this. And then it's kind of funny, too, because when we last saw the hound, he was offering to take... Sansa out of King's Landing uh-huh. and she's like no and then who does the Hound run into of all people Arya <laughs> it's he's plagued with Starks he just can't get away from them Aww. Um. so yes that's there we also have several new arrivals in this episode that we think are are worth mentioning we've already talked about Olena but we meet uh, Jojen and Mira Reed. We also meet a new Warg huh. character in the North. Yeah. What did you think about some of these new characters? That's, I just find it extremely interesting. It's kind of weird because the, the dream kid was all like, you know, it's like our father served in the war together. So that's interesting because those ties still bound them together. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not great that the Warg in the North saw the crows because pretty soon Jon Snow could be frightened his bros. Which yes is rather soon. So why don't we move into our weekly wrap-up questions? Mm-hmm. I know there's we could probably go on and on and on talking about all the like dense stuff that's going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we need to come to a close sometime. So let's begin with Stark of the week. We see a lot of the Starks. Mm-hmm. We see basically everyone. That's yeah, all the Starks that are still around. Are we see this episode? So. Okay. Who who would you award Stark of the Week to? I actually want to give it to Sansa. Okay. I feel that's it was a really huge step for her to open up and rat out Joffrey because that was her entire thing, and she wouldn't even like leave when she had a good chance. But this is her first signs of being like, "There's a way out. Mm-hmm. I've got to get out." Yes. And actually letting herself do that because she's nowhere near as brave as any of her brothers sisters. She's doing it without Littlefinger. Exactly. So that's good, I guess. That no, that's really good because Shay has a great point. I don't trust any of his anything's because yeah. all of the things he's saying is just a means to some sort of not great ends. I love that scene where the, where like Sans is getting dressed and oh, then yeah. like, like she's like Littlefinger doesn't love me. He's old, and then <laughs> Shay's like men don't see it that way. Hey. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very telling. Very and telling. it's like, well, what do you do? I'll get him to stop. Yeah, <laughs> she, she doesn't say specifically, but you know, like, Shay's, like, got, like, a hundred different scenarios running through her head. At of, that what exact she moment, do. of what it's she would like, do. Of what she would do. And that's awesome. Yes, 
Well, that's great. Sansa doesn't win Stark of the Week very much, so I'm happy you were able to give it to her. No, I feel as if she earned it this time. Um, okay, so who wins the crown then? We, I mean, is, is it Lady Olenna? You've already mentioned your desire to do that. <sighs> okay, well, I just really liked her as a character, but I feel the best... Well, crown is definitely Marjorie again, because she took the information <laughs> she got and expertly used it to her advantage. Yes, She's only pressing her advantage. Yes, she, yes, she is. Whereas everybody else is kind of floundering, like Cersei's kind of floundering. Yeah, Cersei can't do anything. Joffrey doesn't know how to do anything. Yep. Um, Tyrion's just like, oh gosh. He's why just got to keep here? status quo because he's just like, I just want my lady to not get beheaded. Yes. <laughs> Tywin's just like, family, family, honor, honor, war. Yes. Um, well, you know, that's that's just his thing though. And we didn't even, we didn't even see Tywin in this episode, and no. yet, like, you know. If there's any clear, if there's any clear victor of the need for the crown this week, it has to be somewhere within House Tyrell. Yeah, it just it yeah, just yeah, has yeah. to be. It has to be because um, everyone else is just trying to keep their status quo and keep the war going. And since there's been no decisive battles or real big things done, I can't really give it to anyone else in good conscience. Mm -hmm. So we don't really have any. I don't think we really have any deaths to cover, like on-screen deaths. Mm -hmm. This, mm -hmm. this episode so why don't we move on to plans um who had the best plan who has the best plan moving forward this episode who has the worst one hmm. i can definitely tell you who had the worst one because uh let's see i don't know exactly where they were on the map but i feel as if jamie made a very poor choice by making a scene in the bridge of course he could have been found by some lannisters but there's more people out there who want to hurt him that want to help him that's a good point you know so uh, while it was a, uh, a gamble he was willing to take i do not feel as a wise one and also he tried to fright brienne that was also really yeah, dumb but i mean jamie's like a renowned swordsman like that if there's anything that jamie's known for it's that yeah but he got trounced <laughs> yeah only because he was handcuffed though i don't know i don't think that would have mattered i mean either way they get picked up by the boltons so yeah so that's not yes. great because that's another family for me to remember. Uh, what about what about uh, best plan then? Mm, best plan moving forward. <laughs> and as funny as it is, I feel that Marjorie should win the crown. I don't feel like I can give her best plan. Oh, because <laughs> she's falling in with Joffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Even if she's the one in control, that's just awful. It's terrible. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Unless she's immediately gonna murder him. It's like they kiss. It's like we're married, and then there's a bolt out the back of his head. It's like, oh no! She, it looks like uses, I'm the queen. She uses, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> She uses that crossbow. Like she accidentally causes it to go off, and he takes the bolt to the head. Yeah, while they're hunting or whatever. While they're hunting. There we go. That's how it happens. Hunting accident. Hunting. Everybody accident. would totally believe that because women aren't supposed to use crossbows. It was his own stupid fault for being a stupid king. Let yes. Marjorie rule. You can't, you can't let the woman have the crossbow, therefore she should rule. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, and while we're talking about crossbow slash phallic symbol. Yeah, that was so overt. It was ridiculous. Oh my gosh, she's caressing it. That's, that's what, that's and the thing with it is, is, is that, is that Joffrey was into it, and it was just like, yeah, why? But the moment she's just like running her hand down the bowstring, he's just like, ooh, why? And I was like, this is she nice. likes my crossbow, and I'm like, oh, oh man, whatever. Okay, still best plan, best plan. <sighs> that's really hard to say. Crap. 
Okay, well, oh. let's see. Um, the Hound outed Arya. That could be a good plan for him. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. What about Bran going north to the Wall? That, I, unfortunately, I have knowledge that that's not the greatest thing to be doing right now. <laughs> unfortunately, while it is a fantastic plan to get away from all the conflict and stuff that's happening, oh boy. Okay, what about Theon and his tentative es- escape? Is that is that going to work out well I'm for him? I'm still kind of thinking there's a two-way mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Yara's so just there, just like sipping cocoa, like... So how are you? Welcome to the second torture room. <laughs> nice. Like he gets out of the first one. And then gets and, into a second and, one. And That's second even one. worse. There we go. It's like Bigger that was thumb screws. That was dumb. <laughs> and we're gonna teach you why you shouldn't do that ever again. <laughs> um I honestly want to give Sansa two awards. I honestly think that overall it is good for her to be siding with the Tyrells. Okay. Overall, I feel as if that's a really good choice for her. Okay. Just, I mean, so that she has a friend. And- yeah, and the thing with it is, is she literally had nothing by holding on to the whole Joffrey is the greatest and he is a, a brave and wise king and all that other stuff. That yeah. does nothing for her. No one buys it anymore I mean, it and no one cares. it was just her skin. That was the only thing it was doing. And, was th- and, and just only as long as people were willing to accept it. Yes. Because I mean, everyone it, knows. Yes. It's not the truth. Yes. Um... Okay, well, we've met a lot of new characters, mm-hmm. a lot of interesting things happening. So, Zach, how, how hopeful do you feel after all this is said and done? I, I don't... Hmm. I don't know, because there's, like, a lot... That, I guess the whole thing with Rickon was actually very encouraging, but there's a lot of things that got left on an, oh, crap, that's not great note. Yeah, like the ending battle between... Uh, Yep, Brienne and Jamie. Jamie. That that could have there could have been a better result. There could have been a better result to a lot of things. I mean, like there's an imminent wildling crow encounter, and just you know all the random stuff that's happening up there. There's a battle coming for Rob and his troops, and not one that people are. I don't know. Morale is low. It's not good. It, it really isn't right now. Only his and Delisa's morale is high. Yes. They sapped it from everyone else. That's true. Because they're in love. <sighs> they're gonna die so hard. <laughs> I I feel like almost every episode I could give that worst plan. <laughs> <laughs> worst but plan is your marriage. <laughs> worst plan is marriage. Um... But I'm honestly going to put it at a four, though, because the whole Rickon thing actually gives me a decent amount of hope. It's funny that we label four as a decent amount of hope. Well, Zach, as always, it's fun watching you watch this show. I'm glad you enjoyed this um, this episode. It was definitely full of a lot of information, but, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to see the Tyrells, which is, in my book, always a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, if you have been following along with us, we'd like to hear from you. Perhaps you've got a leading question for Zach. Perhaps you're as mm-hmm. much a fan of Marjorie as he is, and you want to talk mm-hmm. about that without no any spoilers. No more butter, only margarine. 
Um, so you can connect with us in several ways. You can connect with us on our YouTube channel. Perhaps you're watching the video version of this podcast there. Um, so leave a comment, like, and subscribe if you're doing that. Yeah. Um, you can also uh, connect with us on Twitter and on Tumblr. We're at UsefulNPCs on Twitter. Um, so definitely just tweet us a question if you've got one. Yes. We'd love to use them in our um, recaps of this. You guys know what's coming if you've seen it before. <sighs> does that... Does I mean, come on, Zach. You, you know that this is going to be a... Crap show all the time. Uh, <laughs> I hate it, and I love it. It's terrible. I know it's, it's like, like food sp- spoon feeding myself needles. I was gonna go with like hard drugs. <laughs> that's that's what I was gonna go with. Interesting. You know, like they're so bad for you, and they're gonna kill you. And if they don't kill you, then the sketchy drug dealers will kill you. But they're so dang good. Is HBO the sketchy drug dealer? I mean... Is HBO going to kill me? Maybe. I need to read the fine print in my contract. (laughs) They'll be like, you stopped watching Game of Thrones. We're done here. We need our money back or we're breaking your kneecaps. Uh, I need those kneecaps. And then we'll stab you in a back alleyway and Uh, no no one will question it. But, but I just HBO. Oh my gosh! But I'm, I just want to play Pokemon Go in peace. But HBO is gonna knife me. Yes, that's 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 how that'll work. Pokemon like, Go, be careful! HBO will knife you. <laughs> I mean, HBO might knife you anyway because <laughs> they're just like, listen, don't make any ideas for hip blockbuster TV shows. They will murder you. They are a mafia group. And, and if you have a good idea, it's like, wow, I have this really great epic sweeping idea. It's like, can I borrow that manuscript for a second? Yeah, sure, random guy. Bam. At and least, it's ours. At least for the next, like, two or three years while Game of Thrones remains on television. Yeah. And when they decide that they want to make a Dune TV series. You know, that would be so awesome. That would and, be pretty uh, rad. Yet if so they did it. unlikely. Yeah, but I you know. would so want them to do that. Yeah, but you know what else I want? They chop Ned Stark's head off, right? Yes. Why don't they just straight up Futurama his head so he's alive forever? Uh, that makes me wonder: Is there a Futurama episode where Sean Bean's head is in a jar? <gasps> if not, so. there should be. <laughs> Darn it! But it's not coming out again. Yeah, that's true. Darn it! <laughs> they just need to make a 15 second clip of Sean Bean's Sean head in Bean one of the jars on like a big robot burning like the Lannisters <laughs> although the Lannisters by that point will be so inbred they'll just be like mutants yeah they'll be like like worm people yes you know I like this like they they have like the blue pigment skin and no vertebrae and nice yep that's, they never that's... had any vertebrae <laughs> it's a common misconception it's a common misconception it's all cartilage well it's all relative I suppose <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could we could crack a joke about how spineless Joffrey is, or something like that. I don't know. Eh, it would be timely, I suppose. It would be timely. It would. Eh, it would be what everyone's expecting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we really do need to wrap this up, Zach. So, yes. While while we're closing out here, um, who who would win in a cage fight Ooh. between Brienne? I, I didn't even say who it was yet. She would win. I who would win in a cage fight between Tywin Lannister and Lady Olena? Lady ding Lena. ding ding! Who Lady goes? Lena, hands down, she would like 
just spider up like the cage and then just like come and pile drive down on top of me like <laughs> oh my family it's like yeah i bet your ancestor felt that one <laughs> couldn't even handle it like a very bossy woman he I, you've never seen his wife he must keep her in a room so i don't even know if he knows it's like you're a woman let's dismiss you he's like yeah you're probably right she turned around to pick up the chair and turn around and swing it in his face <laughs> biff yes i love it Perfection. it's the best i'm now picturing lady olena in a luchador costume she was the wonderful. entire time and her hair is actually an afro that's also my canon oh we haven't she seen her hair yet it under like the drapey she thing under the drape but whenever she busts it out it's just there like we go. it's just like a big old fro. Yes, I'm imagining like a big old white grandma fro. Yes. Like it's oh, like a big yeah, poofy like Shepherd snow- Book. Yeah, like a big yes, like a big poofy white snowball. Yes. Oh my gosh. Perfection. She's my favorite luchador. What she would be? She would be something with roses. Something with something the flowers. With flowers. Something flower floor. Uh, it it would be uh, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> something. Oh, I don't know. Like a, uh, I'm trying to think of some sort of flower pun. I'm coming yeah, up blank. Yeah, I know. Me too. I, I don't know Spanish very well. Oh, I was, was thinking like for a Spanish like luchador, like Diablo del Flor or something Diablo like that. Diablo del Flor. <laughs> 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 so, nice. Something like that. <laughs> what would Tywin's name be? I don't know what Leon. What what what. Oh, he would just be the Lannistrino. Oh, that's right. That was El Lannistrino. El Lannistrino. Yeah. That, that, that's how that would go. Okay, well, thanks you for bearing with us through that. We just we just needed to get that out in the open. <laughs> because we need our headcanon to make it through this. We do. Okay, well, we'll see you next time. Right, the dragon be with you and Brienne. Guard your skin. <laughs>